Blog Talk Radio. Monday at this same time, over these same virtual airwaves of the Blog Talk Radio Network, we bring to you Bayer's Meeting Points, Kelly Barner, to share with you news from the world of procurement. This includes, of course, webinars, conferences, and other such news that I'm sure you will find uh, most interesting. And included in this sharing is the weekly guest audio soundbite. And this week, we're joined by Marco Romini, who is the CEO of Mindshare. He's going to talk about new results-oriented procurement in the digital media industry. So this should be an interesting uh, an interesting little bit of insight, I guess I would say. Anyway, without further delay, here's Kelly Varner. Thank you, John. This is the Buyer's Meeting Point weekly update for February 9th through the 13th, 2015. This week, ProcureCon Indirect East is running Wednesday through Friday in Orlando, Florida. We also have a number of webinars taking place, and my picks include talent management, big data, and e-payments. On Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, Sourcing Interest Group presents their monthly town hall teleconference on the keys you need for acquiring and managing talent. I know I have said this in the past, but their town halls are different than webinars and that they are audio-only, practitioner-only, unsponsored events where speakers and participants can interact directly live on the call. This month's speaker is Clyde Dornier, an independent consultant, and he will lead the audience through talent considerations such as identifying and reaching the desired mix of skills types, assigning high achievers, and matching skills to roles. Thursday morning, Supply Chain Insights presents a webinar on big data. We often spend so much time fighting to reach, cleanse, and structure data in the supply chain that by the time we are ready to begin analyzing it, the opportunity has passed. This panel format webinar will provide advice and insights from industry experts. My last recommendation for the week comes from Beeline and Ardent Partners on e-payments, big trends and predictions for 2015. According to the event description, 86% of enterprises predict that a majority of their suppliers will be paid electronically by 2016. If that is the case, finance, AP, and procurement professionals responsible for having the systems and processes ready and then shepherding suppliers through the coming changes need to be ready. All registrants will receive a complimentary copy of Ardent Partners ePayments Rising, the 2014 market report. Check the Buyer's Meeting Point events calendar for scheduling and registration links for these events as well as those coming up. Next week's events include travel and expense efficiency, risk management, and how source to settle will define procurement transformation in 2015. For this week's guest audio, I want to share a perspective on procurement from the CEO of Mindshare, Marco Romini. Mindshare is a global digital media marketing firm. 
They recognize the challenge presented by firms trying to get and keep their attention of their target customers given the large and growing number of channels available. They were founded in 1997 as an open source global network, and in the years since, they have focused in on digital media, both the content that must be made available and the search and find mechanisms that connect each target market with that content. If you really want to see something unique, watch their About Us video on YouTube. Today, however, we will hear Romani discuss the changing procurement models he sees. Let's listen. I think we're almost at the end of that phase of the media game. I started a media when cost centralization was the name of the game locally, ripping the media out of creative agencies in order to lower the cost of media through more brutalized central buying from local media owners. And now, over the last 20 years, that's become global. But we're now virtually the end of that wave. And I think we're now going to enter a much more interesting wave where what we're actually tasked to do is not to reduce the cost of a particular unit of media, but to reduce the cost of achieving a certain result. So cost reduction will no longer be attached to a thing because the thing, the unit, is so variable now with digital, so many different forms of units, so many different ways in which you can engage with the consumer to pre-order off a predefined menu a year ahead and to price that a year ahead will sound ludicrous in a couple of years. What you can do is pre-order a result. You can set some rules around some results and you give to the agency the power and the budgets to reach that result and you say, if you get to that result, I'll give you this amount of money. If you don't get to as good a result, I'll give you this amount of money. But if you beat that result, perhaps even, oh, happy days, we might get more money. And eventually the two worlds will re connect. I think the third party in that is the meter owners. Uh, the meter owners need to have control over the entirety of the digital landscape. So once television owners also become digital meter owners, then you'll find it easier to do. Because in reality, the big digital meter owners are happy to work in this way, but the traditional meter owners aren't. Once that division goes, I suspect the trading logic goes anyway, at which point marketing and procurement can be happy bedfellows again. Interesting that Romini sees a split between an old and a new procurement, just like so many people working directly in our field. He also confirmed the shift being seen from an emphasis on cost centralization and cutting to one that is more outcome oriented. As he said, under the old model, the goal was to make each thing cheaper by centralizing purchases and mercilessly leveraging volume. Now the emphasis is on results as opposed to units of media. Notice, mind you, the objective is still to make the media cheaper, but by focusing on its ability to satisfy the needs of the client rather than by muscling lower prices out of suppliers. Basically, Mindshare has moved to something like the vested outsourcing model, focusing on outcomes rather than transactions, penalizing for missed expectations, and rewarding for exceeded ones. The buyer and supplier are put on the same side, through the new compensation structure, the supplier's interests are naturally aligned with those of the buyer. I am constantly looking for new ways to help shed light on the challenge procurement faces in trying to become more strategic and value-oriented while embracing or coming to terms with the enduring requirement that we realize savings. 
I like the fact that Ramini is using what we might think of as a services model and applying it in a product or content category. It shows that the lessons of collaborative outsourcing or relational contracting can be applied in any category where the conditions are right. One last point. Ramini said that for this new approach to content procurement to work, it would be helpful if suppliers, in this case the media owners, would expand so that they cross channels, TV, internet, radio, etc. He's basically wishing for his suppliers to become larger, more influential, and more prosperous because there is a benefit in it for him. He does not fear or resent their success, and he certainly isn't worried about what it might do to their leverage as he would be if he was still negotiating in a zero-sum environment. What percentage of your supply agreements are based on desired results rather than transactions? Do you find that you or your suppliers are more prepared to take on this sort of arrangement? As always, you can share your thoughts on this week's guest audio or recommended events by commenting on today's episode page or by connecting with me directly on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Facebook. I will be back next Monday to review the upcoming procurement events and share another guest audio excerpt.